Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me today is my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. That's good. Nice and busy in-game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been a bit of flurry of activity within the game of Fire Emblem Heroes over the last... Uh, a couple weeks with the second anniversary celebration as we continue to celebrate uh, both two years of the game and two years of interesting decisions by uh, Intelligent Systems, which we will talk about in just a little bit. But as always, we always start with our banners, our banner updates. We've got our daily Fae celebration banners, Heroes with Link skills going to the 13th, Hostile Springs continuing to be a weird uh, towel fest until the 23rd. Grail's Devoted, the brand new Love's uh, Valentine's Day type thing, going until the 8th of March. Special Summon Year 2, going until the 16th. And Grail's Request, Tempest Trials banner, going until the 20th. Eddie, as always, I want to know how your summons have gone. Uh, as, a, as a collector of special heroes, I'm, uh, I'm assuming you got some tales to tell about these new... Uh, uh- Love abounds characters. Yep. Um, well, let's hop in with the daily banners first. I mm-hmm. did get an Aira from one of them, and I also got a Roy at some point. Might have been from one of the banners before that he was on. Uh, I think he was on the one before the, uh, oh, what you call it? Link Skills one. Uh, but I do have a had a Roy in there. Uh, and of course, as you hinted, I am. Uh, obsessive about making sure I get all the special heroes as soon as possible, so I did dive into the Grail's Devoted Manor. I uh, managed to get a miss fair, fairly early on after getting a Flying Nino Pity Break. Uh, I can't remember for sure if any of these Pity Breaks happened on the same uh, wheel as the actual uh, hero, but did get a miss early on. Um, then I did manage to get an Ike after a Nephany Pity Break. Uh, she had to hop in there with her lance to try and chase Ike away. Um, I kept going after that, of course. Uh, did manage, without any spare mists or anything, to get a Grail. And uh, Soren being a stubborn, but I did eventually manage to get him. That's good. Uh, on, yep. On the Year 2 Special Hero banner, I had no reds. Uh, and so I just... I'm not sure if I was going to go with red or not, but I ended up just going with blue. And got a... Love abounds or Valentine's Lynn from last year. So, well, that's that's a nice turnaround, eh? You got the whole, you know, whole kit and caboodle hanging around with the with the Valentines. Is that uh, what you were hoping mm-hmm. for? Were you missing a Valentine's Lynn, or is that just a, a duplicate? No. Uh, like like I said, I've always been heavy on making sure I try and get all the special heroes. So, there were none I was missing at this point. So. That's good. If there was one I was missing, I would have known what color it was going for. Oh yeah, so you were just jumping in to have just to have a laugh, right? We'll not get your free hero oh, too. It's a yeah, it's a free hero, so I'm not going to turn that down. No, no, of course not. Um, it's it's really cool that uh, I mean I'll work my way backwards here because really I haven't done any pulls on any banners, nothing from the daily banners, and I'm not really keen to get the uh, you know the love of this Grails. Grail's devoted. I think the art looks great. I think they all look great. I think if I were to get, if I wanted one, I would. I would look at Ike because he he does seem to have some really cool art. 
but I'm not again I'm not attached to the series uh the telly series so it yep. it never jumps it didn't jump out at me um but uh, the the second well, go ahead sorry quick side note in the notes it says you're not pulling from the love abound not interested in any of the love abounds characters but I mean Lynn is part of the love abounds banner so I'm not surprised I'm surprised you don't want to pull from that well see here's the thing is they they the first couple years, they had no problem just saying what type of banner it was. And and again, they don't strictly say it's like, it's Valentine's. But like, what do they call the festival? I And I know you're getting at Day of that. Devotion. So de- Day of Devotion is what I should say. I know the Love Abounds one I was I was super all over. Uh, and I ended up only getting getting Lynn from that one. Um, but that's because I really like that, that game in, in the series, right? Um, yep. But yeah, you're right. I uh, you got me. Uh, Day of Devotion banner. I I just don't. I don't know. Nothing really jumps out at me. You know. Uh, you could just call it Valentine's banner too. I think that's what most people call them. That's probably. I'm probably trying to. I'm working too hard, right? Like uh, trying yeah. to trying to give it a specific name. Yeah. So I I have no real interest in in the Valentine's banner. I think the characters all look cool. I love that everybody kind of like is dressed in a way that is actually appropriate they're kind of like a mixture of um festival garb but also armor you know and it's Mm -hmm. like it's like a dress armor you know i i I think that that's a really a great way of looking at it and honestly a missed opportunity in terms of that axe calvary unit from awakening the guy who kind of wears the 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 necktie underneath his armor oh what's his name it it left me as soon as I, I was trying to think of his name. Not sure. I'm not remembering off the top of my head. Oh, uh, I had I, I had it for a second there. Is it Fred? No, it's not Fred. It's not Fred. It's not Frederick. Oh, oh, is it not? He was, Maybe, he was yeah. very early on in Awakening, and he's he's like your your first knight that you get. If uh, he's your first knight, then that would be Frederick. He's okay. the one who's with. But I don't remember him having any kind of necktie or anything underneath his armor. If you look closely at his at his art, I remember people pointing it out. Anyways, like I, I like the art. We'll get into more detail on, on what these characters look and do uh, in our topic. But in terms of the second year, uh, second year anniversary special event banner where you, you pick a color, I, again, was like, okay, I'm going to pull red because I want the New Year's Gunthra that I didn't get my hands on before. Uh, so I pull the red and I get the dancing festival. I think it was, it was like the performing arts one, but it's a, it's yeah, a the summer Hoshin or Hoshin summer. Yeah. I think that was it. Yep. And I got Micaiah and I, I didn't have anybody from that, that whole banner. So I was like, okay, that's not bad. So I was kind of, I was kind of cool with that. I mean, the randomness, would I rather have picked one hero for free and knew what I was getting or would I have rather had this random stuff? Like, I don't know. Like I kind of, it's hard to say, but I think I lucked out over the, over the two free five-star hero banners, I think with, uh, with winter Tharja and dancing Micaiah. Like it's not, it's it's not a bad sort of haul for, for these free type of, uh, summons. So I'm kind of stoked about that. Um, it'll be interesting to see how the vote goes for the other find and vote thing. Yep, I still have an issue with the fact that it is a normal summon wheel, Mm -hmm. 
And so it's there's a chance if you like you were looking for red for that New Year's Gunthra, but if you had gotten no red, you would have been out of luck. You automatically were not going to get your New Year's Gunthra. Yeah, and I guess I did luck out both times in having a red orb appear. But I agree with you. I would have rather seen like a twenty-five, like just a split, like remove the color randomness from the equation and just given me the four colors to choose from this way i know i have one option one pull but i'm getting the color i always want um of, of course that's not the worst lack of choice we've been we're getting uh which we'll discuss here shortly mm-hmm. however we do have some uh we uh did you hop back into ether raids now that there are the flowers out of it no, uh, honestly, it's funny. I I don't know what I focused on this week, but it was not the the dragon flowers, and it was not the the ether raids. Um, uh, yeah, I hopped back into ether raids in um, the first round. I did. I just got really unlucky. I got someone who had look. I can't remember if he had five, only five or six on his defense squad. I think he had six, so he'd gotten to level nineteen before he had stopped playing. And falling all the way back to uh, tier level 11, tier level 11. So he slaughtered me easily hmm. without even trying. And it and it, it turned me off, made me end up skipping a day. Uh, when I got back in this morning, I had a lot better luck and made some progress. But it, it was frustrating to hop back in and get slaughtered without even having a chance. I think maybe I killed one. Oh. Uh. Before he, they just easily wiped out my entire squad. Yeah, I've uh, I've built in sort of they they have the escape ladder building that they added I think not too long ago that if you do fail an attack you you retain what that the cost of what the what the ether raid would have. Oh uh, yeah, I should probably build that and put it in. Yeah, it's it's handy. Although mind you, the first run of ether raids is always free, so it doesn't impact your not anymore. Oh, really? That's the big change, eh? Yeah, that's part of the big change. Um, ether raids cost half as much and cap out at 50 ether per run, hmm. uh, but you no longer get a free run at the start of the day. Okay. So You should always definitely build something. that then. The The escape route will will come in super handy now, I guess. Um, yeah. I, I missed that part of the update for sure. Yeah. Huh. I mean, they're cheaper, so it's only like... For me, it's down to like 20 or so, 20 to 30 ether, down from the 40 to 50 I was spending before. So I think overall I can get more runs out of it. It's just I don't get a free one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I so. have. I need to jump back in. Uh, I've I've kind of I kind of dabble here and there, and I just I always forget to to kind of do it it's not part of my daily routine just yet because it is so new and there's so much else to do in the game that and it's not the other stuff in the game that i'm doing it's just a force of of habit the other stuff i'm doing in game isn't even that important you know like doing the assault rifle or assault rifle (laughs) arena assault stuff (laughs) you know that that is not nearly as yeah that stuff's still going on yeah, and it's one of those things. It's a holdout from before when there wasn't a lot to do daily in the game, and now there is a lot. I to also, do. I also think that's also how you one of the easier ways to get guaranteed um sacred coins every week. Yeah, 
Well, I got a lot of I those. Just, so. I don't spend a ton of time upgrading my seals or creating new seals, although I don't think I have any to create. So I haven't paid attention to needing to get them, so I've not messed with the uh, arena assaults in a while. Mm-hmm. So. I just do the auto and then and I jump out, but... Um... Yeah, no, yeah. I, I need to jump into Ether Raids, and I know a lot of folks in our Discord were kind of, you know, chiming in on, on your feedback of of whether it's it's something worth keeping on top of, but uh, I, I always appreciate our, our feedback we get on that stuff. Yeah, and uh, when I went back and got, had a bit more luck with it, I'm more willing to keep going, but, I mean, if I had kept getting that uh, result where I was getting so easily slaughtered, Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, I'll hop in weekly to get one and get my tier 11 uh, dragon flowers, but I'm not going to even try to get up any higher because, you know, it's going to be a month or two before I'm even close enough to even try and fight the people who are I'm even just equal with at this point, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But since I had a bit more luck and a lot less uh, issues, I... I'm probably going to try and get in there and spend my ether daily, at least enough to get lower, you know. Well, so. I, it'll be interesting to see how, how that... Yep. And who knows, with me being me, I may end up doing it for a couple weeks and then letting it slack off. But uh, other than the ether raid season that started late this week and is still going on, we also have the arena season going till Monday as usual. Uh, the Blessed Gardens, a new one this week as usual, as well as a new Tactics Drill and a new Rival Domains. Uh, still no word on if the Relay Defense is ever going to come back. <laughs> uh, the Grand Hero Battle Revival for Wallheart is on and going on till the 12th. The Double Experience in uh, SP event is going on till the 16th. Uh, we have Daily Rewards maps uh, popping up uh, for, I believe, four days at a time. Uh, they sit around for four days, uh, running the last one popping up on the 16th. The pair-up quests going on till the 19th. The uh, February special orb promo is going on till the uh, 22nd. Oh, wait, no, maybe that's not it. Uh, is it the prom or the promo there? Oh, yeah, no, it's the prom. So we've been formally okay. uh, requested uh, to, to go to the prom with the special orbs. <laughs> So it'll be delightful. Yeah. Uh, a great night. Yep. Uh, we also have the Ether Raid event running till the 2nd with the uh, second anniversary in Valentine's themed uh, special buildings. Mm-hmm. And then we have the Tempest Trial uh, login bonus started today and runs till the 20th. Good stuff. It, it should be noted that, uh, that Eddie is a lot like Ron Burgundy. Uh, he will read anything on the t- teleprompter i'm ron burgundy well, i made a spelling well, mistake not, qu- not quite because i actually read it normally and then went back and hassled you about it being saying prom oh that's true that's more like what i do i read it the way <laughs> although that's good and uh so as for upcoming events um these are all starting by the the 16th of february although we we might go a little further with some notes due to due to some scheduling issues for next week's episode but uh, Grail's Request Tempest Trials starts on the 10th of February. Carrying the Flame Tap Battle starts on the 11th. The Bound Hero Battle for Shersh and Virion and the Banner to go alongside it starts on the 12th. Plus a new Power Banners, two Banners, starts on the 13th of February. 
And finally, a Grand Conquest starts on the 16th. That's not the reason we're going to have some issues recording next week. Uh, Eddie is not trying well, to skip out I mean, on, his, on his duties of playing Grand Conquest. Not the only reason. I mean, if we, uh, you know, uh, work and life is just getting in the way. Uh, so there are, um, before the following episode, the 23rd, we will have a new some new heroes, some progress on the story, as well as the forging bonds with them. Uh, but, I mean, the only reason Grand Conquest would have made us uh, miss the episode is if we had fallen asleep. <laughs> Which is not the case. Uh, I'll actually be out of town at uh, uh, at uh, Jocelyn's wedding, so I'm really looking forward to that. And we'll we'll try to find some time to record. If anything crazy comes up, we will certainly uh, work it out. But as Eddie said, when we do return for our, our normal uh, episode in two weeks, we will have a new story chapter, new heroes, lots of fun stuff. And again, if you are missing out on your favorite uh, Fire Emblem Heroes podcast episode, we are in the Discord and always discussing new announcements as they come in. We don't, we don't, we don't hold uh, our opinions until the show. We 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 get up in there with our uh, with our opinions and discussions right away. Oh yeah, Discord. it's especially on the update we got on the Fire and Vote Heroes and how that free summon's going to work. Uh, yeah. But also. Also, we may still manage to get an episode next week. We don't know for sure. Uh, but with my work and him going to the uh, wedding and all that, it's uncertain exactly if we will be able to find the time. Yeah. So We'll see what we can do. But you're right. Uh, let's talk about the Find and Vote Heroes. We finally got some clarification. There was a translation issue in the English video that made it seem like we were able to pick the, the hero that one of the four heroes based on on colored orbs popping up because there's going to be one hero chosen for each orb color uh from the voting uh through the the finding game so eddie you you kind of brought this to our attention so like what what exactly are they giving us here this is some rng madness well, right it actually was discord that brought it to my attention mm -hmm. um they were talking about not um getting to choose which hero you get from the find and vote free hero and i'm like uh as far as i knew at the time i was like as far as i'm aware we'll be able to get to pick the orb like on the cyl banner but when i went into the game and checked the notes uh post had been posted stating that you will not get to choose which hero you get from the free summit so either it'll be all yellow orb yellow orbs like it showed in the actual uh, Fay channel, or you, it'll just you click on it, and it'll give you a free one of the four heroes randomly. Hmm. Which is kind of frustrating. You know, it's like I I would prefer to choose because I don't know who won, but if like Brave Selica wins her batch her category, which being red is highly unlikely, but if Brave Selica were to win her category, because I voted for her the whole time. Um, but if enough, uh, enough others voted and I wanted a Brave Celica, I don't get to choose a Brave Celica. I just might randomly get a legendary uh, Robin or something else. I don't know. Or legendary Tiki is one of the ones that people are expecting. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you... Although you, Duma will probably take over colorless, but still. Yeah, you're thinking that. Um, I, so, basically, like, we, we are... So, here's the rundown. You're, you're going to get one of the four heroes randomly uh you're not going to know what color it is but you're going to get one of the four for free so you're still getting a free 
highly sought after character because this is voted by the community and usually they do pick i mean last year the equivalent to this event they chose legendary ike and we got that for free um but then after you choose for free you are going to be able to summon from the banner i'm not defending this choice because i i disagree with it but i just want to make sure everyone understands that's the case um that's true right yes you will still be able to summon from the banner uh but from what I understand, it's going to be a normal banner with pity breaks and everything. It's just that these four heroes will be the focus heroes. And it's, you know, kind of... It's like, if Brave Selka is the red unit, and I don't get her on the... um, on the free hero, I have to spend orbs to get her. Mm-hmm. Which, yes, and without this event, I would be having to do that anyway. But, it's a case of I probably have everyone else they choose. In True. fact, I think um, aside from uh, with the legendary banners, me getting the um, and me managing to get all five of the, or all the um, uh, bird units with the legendary banners, I've managed to get everyone else that I was missing. I think once again, Brave Selka is the only one I'm missing from the hero catalog. And now there's a chance I could get her for free, or, but it's a 25% chance, assuming she wins. Hmm. And then I would have to spend orbs, or wait for her to pop up on a legendary banner. She doesn't win, it's a moot point on my speculating, and at that point I won't care which one I get, but, Hmm. you know. And we should know who who won in the coming weeks, because that banner, that that summoning event is going to be happening on the 24th, right? Uh, yeah, the banner for the second anniversary hero starts on the 25th at 2 a.m., mm-hmm. so 24th according to the calendar. Okay. Well, I, yeah, it's unfortunate. It's a clarification that I think was was needed because a lot of people were just assuming, like, great, this is op- awesome because now I get to pick not just get the free hero that the community wants, but get one that maybe there's a chance that my choice at one of four will come up and... And I don't know. I don't know about you, but I voted uh, every single time for New Year's Gunther because, again, I'm still trying to get her, but I don't think she will win. I think you're right. There's some clear winners across the board. And Yeah, I yeah. can't think of who um, in the red is. I think Brave Selica might have a slightly higher chance than Gunther because oh, yeah. she does have that uh, Tier 4 skill. Yeah. So people might want that Tier 4 skill, a chance to pull more of it. But I think you're right. You know, but it's not a guarantee that Brave Selica will get there to begin with. So, well, it's a stronger argument than Ryan doesn't have a gun threat yet. I think that your argument is much <laughs> stronger. Um, we also did get version three point two in last week, and uh, let's run through some of these changes, Eddie. What 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 are you thinking about dragon flowers? Uh, I they're nice. I like them. Um, it's eight hundred sixty flowers for infantry units. And 600 for others, because infantry have 10 levels to give, uh, to get to level up, where the others have only 5. My frustration that I voiced in Discord is the fact that, um, you get more flowers the more recent the hero is. But the, the thing, or the feature just launched, and they give no kind of grace period for older heroes. So my 
you know, Lissa, my classic Lissa, is worth gets two flowers. Then that's it because she was a starting unit, and you know, and I looked through, and there was like maybe one infantry unit that is that qualified for the forty flowers. Really? You know, yeah. There's been a lot of flying and armored units and some cavalry units, but not very many infantry units. And I think Nyla was the only infantry unit that is still under the qualification to be getting 40 flowers. And after it gets out of the time frame for 40 flowers, it drops down to 8 flowers. This is an interesting sort of look at uh, possibly a, a mechanic put in place by the game to to encourage you to summon uh, on heroes you might not normally summon on. So you have a new infantry hero to get that 40 instead of waiting until you summon it later on and getting two flowers. I mean, that's a difference of, of a vast difference in flowers. Do you think maybe that's why they've set this up to kind of encourage you to always go for new heroes to constantly min max the flowers you're getting from heroic ordeals? Maybe. Um, it's hard to say for sure exactly what the reasoning behind it is. I mean, maybe a bit, but I mean, that's only if you're really diehard hunting dragonflowers to keep boosting people, because also you get them in ether raids, but ether raids is a far more consistent way to get them right now. Yeah. You're better yeah. off. We, we, I think we talked about that last week. We figured you're, you're better off. Um, getting into ether raids and getting your getting your flowers that way, right? Yep. I definitely better off getting into ether raids. Um, you know, I popped through a bunch and got Lissa like four upgrades. Uh so you know uh but it's slow going because the highest I can get is eight flowers. Hmm. I don't know where the cutoff to go to two flowers from eight, but it drops from twenty straight down to eight. There's no or, I mean, 40 straight down to 8. There's no 20 or, you know, halfway there. It loses, you know, once you get, uh, from what I can tell, it looks like two months back, it dropped, it loses, a, you know, four-fifths of its worth. Right, so the cutoff they've described here from Serene's Forest is book one. So all book one heroes, two flowers, as you stated with Lissa. Book two heroes are eight, eight dragonflowers. So essentially any hero released in book three will be 40 dragonflowers so going forward over the next year you will be it so my point is just is mute or moot because it doesn't matter um so 40 dragonflowers for all book three heroes is what it looks like uh that's what it currently is but we don't know if like next month any of the december heroes are going to lose their dragonflower worth yeah yeah you know, i guess you're as, right. as of right now Anyone that's released since Book 3 launched is still 40, but it's only two months since Book 3 launched. Just like the um, Heroic Grails, after two months, they pop into the... Um, pop into the uh, Heroic Grail menu. Uh, it could entirely be possible that after two months, they drop from the 40 flower ranking. Yeah. I guess we won't know yeah. until until we see. Time will tell, right? Yep. 
Um, did, now, did you get a chance to, to try out Horror Record Deals? Because I'll be honest, I completely spaced to even jump into the mode. So uh, did you try the mode with uh, some of your characters? Yeah, I, I tried them with a variety of them, and some of them were more frustrating than others. Uh, Lissa had no trouble with her group. Um, I tried to use her to help out, I think, Legendary Azura, and somehow the people in there were able to knock my Lissa out you know, pretty quickly, or knock Azura out pretty quickly. It just... It seems to be, you know, uh, one of each color and specifically designed to potentially challenge uh, that hero. Uh, there were some rather frustrating versions in there, so. But it was overall interesting, so. That's we'll good. see how it goes. Yeah. Um, uh, looking at some of the other changes that were added into the, into the game, um, the Merge Allies update, we've talked about it. For the last month it's finally here um now i'm looking uh, i'm looking at these screenshots and it looks like there's a way for the color coded you can you can see you can see the color coded of your 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 uh sorry your assets and your flaws but that's a that's a setting that you have to turn on right did you end up going in yes. there and turning that on yeah i want to know what assets and flaws are and if i don't have to pull up my phone to pull up um Game um, press, right? That's, that's game press to scroll through the thing. I don't want to have to. Yeah, um, it makes it easier. I mean, it also makes going to game press later on a bit easier. I go th to go to game press, see what they recommend as the uh, suggested or ideal asset slash flaw, and I have it right there telling me which it is. So I don't have to be trying to figure out if I, especially if I've merged them. Oh, what is what was it? You know. Yeah, so. I I just turned it on, and that's crazy that it's off by default. I think it should be on by default because it's such a useful tool. But I guess it is like a, I wouldn't call it a high level tool, but I would certainly call it like a like a medium level tool. I think it's it's important to know going in. So maybe it's like mm -hmm. it's not something every I guess every player would need to know. They'd probably be more confused by the color being there. But you're right. Like I'm I just turned it on and I'm looking through, and it is really cool. So like. Uh, for any characters you receive for free through Tempest Trials or whatever uh, that are neutral, there's no color. So, you know, you get your Mass Marth, there's no yep. color. But then looking at heroes that you've merged, there's no red because the flaw is removed. Um, but the 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 asset is shown w in blue. blue. Yeah. And when you actually tap on it, you, you're you wondering, like, okay, why is that blue? If you tap on the stat, it'll actually tell you oh, that's an asset, right? Um, yep. So fr from a glance... You can tell what hero. This is going to be perfect for me because I am sitting on a full hero roster or a hero inventory here. Um, and the main reason I don't convert them into combat manuals because I want to know, like, okay, which one is the is the asset that I want, you know? So I rather, like you said, pulling up the hero, going to, to game press, checking each one individually. Now I can do it from a glance. So the days of having to go in and send people home every time I summon is, are behind me. I'm going to be able to do that pretty easily yep. a rainy day sometime and go through there and, and, and figure that out. Yeah, I mean, if you've got a full full barracks, it is going to take a bit of time to go through them all. Mm -hmm. especially, especially if you don't have, like, 20 of one character. If you only have, like, three or four of each character, it is going to take a bit of time, but... 
Yeah, it, it, there's definitely the, there's a couple culprits that range in the, like the eight to ten, but then there are, there are a few that there's a lot of three to four across the board. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go in there and clean that up at some point. Um, we also have the fact that Sharina's hero introductions have been there's been a link added to every summon uh, summon summonable banner, and basically when you click on the the about little button, it sends you to the the Sharina's hero introductions website. Uh, except one thing I noticed that I didn't really like about it is it doesn't jump you specifically to the heroes that, that you're clicking on. Um, no, it doesn't, and it has a limited set of heroes. We don't know if it's going to keep all the heroes that they've already put in or if they're going to start dropping those off as well. Uh, plus, unless it was just because it was on the phone, uh, navigating around there was a bit of a pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could not see any way to back up to the list of heroes after you've selected a hero. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. it's definitely not the greatest. Personally, I think if I'm, if you're, my my days of website design or my years uh, of website design experience is basically if you're sending somebody away from your website, you better make sure you're sending them to the right spot. And I think if you're not if you're hitting that about button and suddenly your app is is going to the background and a web browser is popping up, you need to make sure you're sending them to the relevant page. And really, the only one that kind of works is when you click on the uh, the the Grails Devoted banner and it jumps over there, and then it goes directly to the heroes because that seems to be the heroes they have front and center. Um, I don't know what other heroes they have there, but the 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 day of devotion heroes is, is definitely present. Um, so hopefully they yeah. continue to work on that. Uh, they seem to have the day of devotion heroes, the legendary heroes and the mythic heroes. And that's it in there right now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, ether raids now, um, new, new tiers above 21. I don't think either of us are there, but if you're, if you're high up, if you've maxed out ether raids, you can continue to climb the ranks. There are new, there are new tiers added. Uh, new weapon skills and, and weapons to refine have been added. It looks like there are eight new weapons and refinements. Uh, I don't know if we want to go through... We don't necessarily have to go through like what the weapons are. But Nino, Eliwood, Aboro, Amelia, uh, Niles, Seth, Hinata, and Tharja all getting new weapons. And some of these I've noticed well, in the Reddit are getting new animations as well. Well, I uh, Elwood is not getting a new weapon. He's just getting a um, he's getting refinement for his weapon. Um, oh, it, he could well. already sort of refine it from Durandal to Blazing Durandal, uh, but Durandal itself is getting a refinement. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everyone else, yeah, they're getting new weapons, which is those are the characters that'll be on the new power banner coming up here shortly. So, cool. They'll be getting their new weapons and uh. And, each, and of course, refinements with those weapons. Mm-hmm. So, looking forward to that. Uh, we're also getting additional hero. Additional heroes have been added to heroic grails. So you've got Cecilia and Legurn from the Christmas and New Year's banners, respectively. Uh, Prayer wheel Prayer. is getting some changes. I don't know what that means, yeah. but uh, essentially, a while back they posted it in the thing. Um, let me pull it up here. Uh, there was an in-game bug where. Um, a player uses her movement uh, asset skill, Gray Waves, uh, and has her prayer wheel equipped. Has the weapon equipped and has support animation set to off. 
in the settings menu. When the support animations are on, any abilities that grant stats a unit are applied after the extra action is granted to the unit. That means the unit receives plus 5 from Earth Dance, yet will not receive plus 5 to the attack speed and resistance. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what was intended. If the support animations were set to off, the uh, Earth Dance boost was applied to ev before the extra action was granted, so they got a plus 5 to all four stats. It was not supposed to be that way, but they realized, no, we like it, so they're going to fix it. They change it so that now, if you're giving them a buff for giving them dance, then they will get a buff to all their stats. Hmm. Interesting. Essentially, so... what the prayer wheel did is it would spread any buffs they have to all of their stats. So if they already had a plus six to defense because of a... um. Uh, you know, solo or a link or a whatever the original boost stats are, and then you used a legendary Azura on them, that plus six would spread out to all four of their stats, everything but HP. Uh, but essentially, it was happening where the Earth Dance was in certain set or you know, the skills that give you a boost when you get a sing activated on you were okay. were incorrectly at certain in certain settings were incorrectly spreading the boost further out than it was supposed to be right or giving the boost when it wasn't supposed to and they realized no we're going to keep it like that so literally it. literally a deal with it moment they've taken a bug and they've turned yeah. it into a feature <laughs> so that's kind of fun Yep. For some people, I guess. <laughs> uh, looking at, uh, there's a couple other little changes that, that you know uh, they've added Brazilian Portuguese so that the the game can launch in South America. Uh, also, the catalog of heroes, the chibi units of certain heroes now come equipped with their exclusive staves. Um, and then there was one upcoming uh, he heads up that they gave us. Yeah. Uh, in March, um, Inherit Skill will increase from three to four skills that you can transfer at a time. Uh, I guess as more of the Tier 4 skills are coming out, they want to give you enough uh, Inherits to be able to inherit a full skill line from one character. And there was some... So, Tier 4 skills, can they be inherited yet? Or is this like a first clue that that's as coming? As far as I know, tier four skills can be inherited. Okay. You have to have an extra of the very limited selection of heroes that have tier four skills. Mm. But as far as I know, there was no restriction on uh, foddering off a brave Celica to give someone else the tier four skill that she came with, which I think is part of why she was so popular. Right. You know yeah, that makes sense. Or like. Like, Grail's probably going to be pretty popular in this one because he gives Fury 4. Hmm. And there are going to be a lot of people who want to fodder off Fury 4 to various characters. Interesting. So, Well, uh, speaking of Grail, let's talk about the Grail's Devoted and the Paralogue banner that launched alongside it. Or, sorry, the par Paralogue story. Uh, starting off with Grail, Heroic Exemplar. We return to the world of Tellius for the new Valentine's Banner, this time in the Path of Radiance time frame, where we start off with Grail. 
Eichenmist's father appears as an armored green unit wielding the Faithful Axe Plus, which grants plus three to all four stats if the unit is adjacent to an ally during combat. He comes with the new Tier 4 skill, uh, Fury 4, that we mentioned earlier, which bu- which boosts which <laughs> boosts the Fury <laughs> buff to 4, but the self-inflicted damage to 8. He also comes with Aether, Wary Fighter, and Armor March. Whew. Uh, so you mentioned Grail being the, probably what we're looking at is the, is the highly sought-after character from this banner due to his Tier 4 skill, correct? Yeah, um, especially it being Fury, because there are a lot of people who uh, love to have their uh, love to have that Hanada fodder for Fury, because Hanada was a four-star unit with Fury three. Um, right. So this is giving Fury four, which gives even more of a buff. And on those single uh, round maps, I mean the eight damage. If you knock him out quick enough, it's not a big concern. No, no, it's not. On those. Fury is less effective on multi-map battles like uh, Tempest Trials, but on those single-map battles, it can be really useful to help get that extra oomph to knock things out quickly. And Grail, this is his first appearance in the game. This is the first time we've actually been able to summon Grail from Path of Radiance. Correct. I don't I don't recall if you can play Grail even in Path of Radiance at all. Maybe in some of the prologue stuff, but... Um, you know, I believe one of the inciting events of the game story is Grail's de- uh, death by the Black Knight. Yeah, and they lean into that uh, in the paralogue, which we will we will talk about in a bit. Um, but yeah, no, he his art looks really good. Uh, this certainly looks like Ike's father, so they nailed it on that yeah. front. So I, I I think if they add Grail to the game. Um, I don't know what you could do more than what they've done here because he he does look really, really cool. So I'm I'm yeah kind of stoked that he is a high 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 tier character in this banner because he he does look the coolest and he is exclusive to this banner in the sense that he does not appear anywhere else in the game. So cool stuff. Yes. Um. Yep. Uh. We also uh, have the leader of the Grail's Merc- Grail mercenaries after his father passes in Path of Radiance, Ike Stalwart Hart is our second hero. Uh, is decked out for the event with his uh, tricky little sword there in his hand that many people thought was Tearfing. Uh, which is uh, Seleph's sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot of speculation from the um, silhouette that that's what it was, but it turned out to be his fancy little sword with flowers and bows all over it. Uh, just as weird as all the other Valentine's weapons. Or any of the uh, special weapons, for that matter. True. Yeah, I mean, I saw that, and I saw a lot of people, and I was like, it'd be nice, but it being a special banner, I'm not sure that's what we're going to get. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. But um, he is wielding uh, the Heartblade Plus, and is a red armored unit. Um, and the Heart's Blade Plus has the same boost, as the Faithful Axe, which is plus three to uh, all four stats, attack, defense, resistance, and uh, speed, uh, if he's standing next to another ally. Uh, he does not come with any new skills, but he does come with Radiant Aether, Disencounter, Special Fighter, and even Speed Wave. Uh, so Ike's probably going to be another high one up there. Um, I think he's somewhat fast mm-hmm. uh, for a armored unit. Uh, but he also has that disencounter and special fighter, and 
with the boost next month, um, that'll be a nice thing to be able to try and fodder off where you can fight fodder off not only disencounter, but if you've got an armored unit you're giving it to, uh, you can fodder off special fighter to them as well. Hmm. Which not is bad. the uh, yeah armor only fighter skill that boosts how quickly your special attack happens. So. So you're thinking Ike, this Ike version, which again looks really cool if you compare. Weren't we talking about um, all the different Ikes? This is our, this is our, our, this is our missing Ike. For the, I think we did an episode almost a year ago where we talked about uh, um, the different Ikes. There are a bit of a, a bit of a flashback there, but um, he does look really cool. I think his weapon. You know, we talk about how silly the special weapons sometimes look, but this one just seems to be like a, it, at least it's an actual weapon, but it's just a, like it's got a bunch of garbage strapped to it um yeah so yeah well going back to that multiple ikes what there was ike bike like uh so what would this one be vike valentine's ike yeah or mm, (laughs) no not gonna say that uh you know uh, you could do psych for stalwart ike you know there Um, we go but vike probably makes more sense you're right valentine's ike so vike so you've got Yeah. yeah bike Mike, I don't know, <laughs> but no, yeah, another Ike. You could have a lot of fun with that, um, yep. but yeah, that's really cool. He looks really cool, and alongside him is his uh, is his sister, Mist, purest spirit. Ike's sister comes for the event as well as a green. Uh, see, this is where you know it's funny. Which we talked about this pre-show. Um, Eddie does a really good job writing all of these, but I should always read them beforehand just to be certain because I am a bit yeah. of a Ron Burgundy as well. Yeah, there there was a bit of a tone thing. It was meant you you were reading it as well as something else, but it was meant uh, she's coming as a green cavalry mage is what I was trying to say there. Right. So I might have typed that up poorly. But. No, it's fine. So Ike's sister is here as a green cavalry mage for the Valentine's Banner. Her Gron's... Her Gron Blooms Plus has the same boost as all the other weapons in the event. She, uh, which again we mentioned was um, uh, plus three to all stats, or sorry, grants plus three and four to all four stats. Sorry, I'm all over everything but health. Right, grants three to everything but health during combat if she is next to an ally during the fight. Good stuff. Uh, she comes with a new skill in the faint line, Resistance Faint, which inflicts, inflicts resistance minus 7 on foes in cardinal directions when she uses a rally skill or has one used on her. She also comes out with a rally defense slash resistance plus, so she can activate her faint skill as well as Swift Sparrow and G-Tome Valor. That's Green Tome Valor. So this uh, Green Cavalry Mage, you, you did get your hands on Mist. How do you feel about yep. about her? Is she is she a welcome addition to the game, or or is she kind of the lowest tier here? Um, whether she's lowest tier or not, I had I like I said I, or maybe I didn't say this this time around, uh, but she doesn't. Uh, I don't check their stats necessarily. I want to get one of each. Um, she has some decent skills. Uh, Swiss arrow, a bit of speed, and uh, the valor skills can be uh, sought after, but they're kind of useless once you get the characters maxed out. Uh, They're helpful if you're going to try and level some other uh, green mages up. You know, you can pull her in with the other green mages to give them a boost to their SP. 
Uh, but ever since they reboosted or redid the SP gain rates, it's not as necessary, but it might still be useful in some situations. So she has her uses, um, and not, you know, uh, not a racin who is like, why is he in this banner? Because he has nothing. <laughs> I mean, it, and I don't, I don't mean he definitely has nothing, but when you looked at his skill list in the on the banner compared to everyone else, it was pretty clear he was going to be demoted. Yeah. And obviously we don't get demotions so, with these special heroes, right? So it's yeah, kind of, special heroes don't get demoted, so... It's kind of unfair to kind of put one in a bucket of like, hey, you're not as good as the others. Um, but I, I, I like, again, like going back to my original com- comment on the Valentine's banner is like, this is one of those rare banners where intelligence systems really respects the heroes that they're that they're putting in here in a sense that they've they've dressed them up in, in an appropriate way you know not to not to go down that rabbit hole again but like all these characters are dressed like they could be on the battlefield but they're like in formal armor as opposed to just their normal armor so i really do appreciate that and the way they've they've showcased these heroes so i think that's really cool um you could so this could be like a fancy banner a- i don't know you're saying a towel is not formal armor? No, no, no. Um, nor or, is a cape a, and a bikini. Yeah, I was gonna say, or an armored bikini. <laughs> but I, you know, I just I appreciate this banner for what it is. Like they, they like the last one. Um, I know it was like a, a Lynn, you know, Hector type focused banner. But like the last one, I think they really the concept is strong. You know. Oh. And it makes sense with what they seem to be setting as the theme of the Day of Devotion Valentine's events, mm-hmm. um, which we'll discuss when we get down to the paralogue in a minute. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, we have one more unit from the actual banner uh, with Soren, adult strategist. Uh, Ike's friend and strategist rounds out the banner as a blue cavalry mage. His Blooms Plus as the same boost for the event as all the other weapons, so... Uh, plus three to all stats if he's next to an ally during combat. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a new skill in the opening line of skills with resistance opening or res opening, granting res plus six to any other ally, uh, so not including him, with the highest resistance for one turn. Uh, he also comes with rally attack speed plus, attack res bond, and speed faint. Uh, so he has another faint skill just for speed. Uh, and a rally to help him activate it. But his new skill is resistance opening, helping boost someone else's resistance, mm-hmm. which is nice. Yeah, no, that's really good. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Soren. Uh, he doesn't really jump out at me as a character I really want to search after. Yeah, maybe if I were able to get a copy of Path of Radiance and somewhere to actually play it and get to know him again, I might be more into him, but... He comes off as cold and kind of meh. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of personality. And the funny thing is you mentioned, like, I, I do have Path of Radiance and the ability to play GameCube games around here, but uh, I don't have the Wii follow-up, and I don't feel like spending, like, the $100 to, to, to get it from somebody else. Um, so I'm kind of yeah, inclined I not mean, to play through the GameCube For one. me, I'm probably not going to worry about the Telia series until we get a... um re-release of some sort yes 
I'd have to hunt down a copy of Path of Radiance as well as a copy of the Wii game and, you know, then get out my, uh, what, I need the Wii to play Path of Radiance at least, or a GameCube itself, and then the Wii U I can play the other one on, but still. Yeah, you'd need, like, you'd need a Wii for, a Wii would take care of both games, but if you have a Wii U, it's kind of tough to go out and buy buy a Wii. Although a Wii would probably be easy to come by. You could probably buy one. Those things are probably yeah. everywhere for less than 100 bucks, no doubt. Um, yeah, I, I got the Wii U. I just I can't remember if the GameCube game still played on a Wii U or not. No, I think they did. Wii U, but... No. Um so. not to not to go off uh, off track here a little bit, but I'm curious like if we were to get like a revisit to the Tellius series, like you think they'd bundle those two and throw them into one package? You think that would be something they look at as like a re-release type thing? I think I think it depends on what they think they could get out of it. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, that makes sense. If they if they thought they could launch them separately at forty bucks a piece and people wouldn't complain, then I think they would do that. As much as we love Nintendo and they seem to be better towards their fans in some degrees than some of the other companies, they are still a company out to make money. You know? Yeah. They, Do you think, like. They got shareholders they got to make happy. Yeah. I, I personally, the more I think about it, I think we're more likely to see a virtual console sort of port of these games as opposed to a fully fledged, here's the Tellius series on one Switch cartridge. Like, they, they haven't well, been been good at doing that type of thing right i would be perfectly fine with that but they're not doing virtual console on the wii on the switch not in the way we were hoping they would do uh certainly it's just the nes right now yeah they have the nes with nintendo pay pay nintendo's pay thing the nes games but even that that's barely anything you know any re-releases they've done, you have to buy as a new game type thing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're cheaper than normal. They're like, they might be Nintendo Shop 30 bucks or whatever, or 20 bucks or whatever, but actually I'm not even sure there's been anything that's not been a full-on re-release from the Wii U that they haven't put in the, put on there. They have put on there, so. Yeah. Uh, Fire Emblem isn't a franchise that gets a lot of love in terms of, of, uh, of the re-releases, uh, but we'll see. I, I know we've gotten some in the well, past, but we got Echoes. They yeah. did Shadow Dragon, but that kind of floundered. But we got Echoes, and that did well. So I'm I hoping. I mean, yeah, I'm, I know they've mentioned that they would love to do revisit the Echoes concept, and and I I would personally love that to get some more oh, yeah. of the you know an update on some of the Japanese only games, but. Um, a good sidebar there, but uh, let's wrap things up with Titania, Warm Heart. Not to be left behind, the Jagan slash Frederick of Path of Radiance, Titania, joins from the Tempest Trials as a Red Cavalry Mage. Her weapon, the Loyal Wreath Plus, has the same boost, sensing a theme here, and as a Tempest Trial unit, she does not have any new skills. She does come with Swamp, Triangle Adept, and Attack slash Resistance Link. We do not have Titania in the game yet. She comes tomorrow morning, uh, the yep. 10th, uh, in the Tempest yep, Trials. The Tempest Trial launches tomorrow morning, and that's when we'll get her. Mm-hmm. So, Cool. Well, I look forward to that. Let's quickly talk about the paralogue as we are running long here. Um, really strong paralogue, I felt. Uh, yeah. When you look at the hot springs and you look at this, 
this Valentine's uh, paralogue was really well done. Yeah, I mean, and I hopped back to look at the old one, and um, main difference between that one and this one, really, was the fact that uh, Sharina, Alphonse, and Anna were just there for no reason uh, last year, but it seems to be kind of a theme they're going for with the um, Day of Devotion slash Valentine's Manners, where uh, someone you know, main characters who lose their parent at some point Mm -hmm. during the game or before the game uh, get to spend a day with their dead fathers from dead parents from another world. Which I think is is an interesting, like when you talk about day of devotion, this is less a Valentine's thing and more of like just, well, a devotion, like a, like someone you look up to, someone you're devoted to and, and a, and yeah, a parental um, relationship fits really well with with that idea. Yeah, I- ignoring Alphonse and um, Anna from last year's uh, Day of Devotion event, the Love Abounds banner, um, Sharina kind of explains it. It is to tell someone how you tell someone you care about how you really feel, whether it be a family member or you know you get another chance to tell someone how you really feel, whether it be family member or romantic, you know. Alphonse is just being a old person talking about what youth these days are up to, even though he's technically a youth. And Anna's just looking to make money, but you know. <laughs> yeah, Alphonse and is what what good 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 evening kids. How goes it? Uh, you know. Um but you're yeah. right like uh, that that theme of of Mist and Ike being reunited with their father Grail. Um is is really is really touching in a way that if you were a, you were a huge fan of the Tellius series, um, you would you would feel that that story they're trying to tell and and it, and it's yeah. special right like that again if I had, I played enough of Path of Radiance to understand what was going on and, and the gravity of it and I think when you look at that it's a conversation that builds upon your relationship with that game um, which we never had from the Love Abounds one because th- those were we only played half that series that they were, you know, describing because we never got that the that Fire Emblem game with Roy and Liana or Liliana. Lilina, yeah. Lilina. Um. Well, you know, the Japanese would get the full breadth of that, and people who played a um, translated version of Binding Blade would uh, understand it. But in, I definitely feel they did it better in this one than last year. Mm-hmm. In that, you know, it's a easily missable line from Hector. You know, when Lelina gives him the present, he's like, I understand you come from a world where I'm already dead and you, you know, it's nice to be able to spend time with you again type thing. Where, um, you know, in this one, it's a bit heavier and clearer. And I think I think the feelings pull through even if you haven't played the games. Uh, They're just a little, you know, stronger if you have and understand the situation. Because Grail's speech at the end to Ike, you know, look at how powerful you've become uh, because I wasn't there. You, you got, had the room to grow, you know, as much as it would be nice for, for, you know, as much as you wish for me to be there, you are becoming a better person uh, by fighting through your what happened to you mm-hmm. in your world type thing. No, I, I agree. Yeah. It was very it was very well done and I think they did a good job and it was a nice bounce back from the Hot Springs 
issues. Yeah, I, I still haven't even bothered going in and playing that. I probably should go see how bad it truly was, but it was not great. The, the banner with the banner itself, I was never expecting it, anything from that paralogue. No, and I know that was an argument you can always, in Discord. You can so. always hope for more, but you know the paralogues are often weird, and with that banner, that one was going to be what the. <laughs> and it was what the for sure um so well that's good i i think that wraps up our our day of devotion discussion and we look forward to to having more of those discussions in discord but before we wrap up a couple of quick housekeeping uh summoners focus next episode will be uh fey heroes focused and we have a straw poll up you can choose from loki alphonse fiorm uh, and legendary Parade. so check that out the link will be in the show notes we'll also post it in the discord eddie one quick note you have listed here for the outrealm gate let's quickly poke our head through the portal and take a look at uh our our little tidbit of news for fire emblem three houses uh yep uh let me see if i can figure out who it was who posted it here i think it was world uh, but yep it was world no nope, that's the notification it might have been whirlwind still uh, yeah, it was Whirlwind who found on somewhere whether he actually got it or got info from a website showing that uh, in the investors meeting, uh, they do confirm that uh, at this point in time, uh, Three Houses is still set to release in the spring of 2019. Uh, as I've noted before when we've discussed our worries of it um, coming up, Technically, spring does go, or worries as time continues with no news, spring does technically run till June 23rd, because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's how se the seasons work. We're still technically in winter right now, so yeah. but it is. it had been getting close, so this little tidbit that, as of their investors' call, it's still set to release, it's nice good. to know. Yeah, it is nice to know, and I think with a confirmation of a spring release, uh, which gives them up until June 21st to release the game, um, if you're looking at that news, I'm thinking some drop of news and re re public reconfirmation to the, to the public at wide, because I think an investor's call, there's only so many people paying attention to that kind of uh, tidbit. But um, I think we get a, a look at it in our... Um, in our upcoming uh, direct, whether that is happening anytime soon in February, I think we're due up one. But then I think Fire Emblem Three Houses is a big enough property and a complex enough property where they're going to require a specific direct for Fire Emblem here, or Fire Emblem Three Houses. Do you agree with that sentiment? Uh, you think we're going to get another Fire Emblem direct? I, I think we is should get one. Uh, well, we will definitely um, get one before the game launches. I, I'd say like deep diving it. I think we may get an up. I, I I would love for another Fire Emblem Direct because that means there's more than just three houses to discuss. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think if all they have is three houses, we're going to get a in the next Direct. We're going to get a notation about it, a new video, maybe you know a decent chunk of time discussing it, and then we'll get some additional videos as we get closer to the actual release date. But unless they have something more like a new Echoes, uh, you know, or something like that, 
Oh, you don't think I, they'll deep dive on on Fire Emblem Three Houses in a in, a, in an exclusive video at some time? Unfortunately, no. I don't. As much as we are big Fire Emblem fans, and we have our community and our Discord and all the Faytubers out there, I do not think Fire Emblem is big enough to warrant its own uh, direct specifically for Three Houses, like Smash got. Mm. Yeah, you're probably Smash, right. Smash is levels larger. You know? It's also mass appeal too, right? There's a much bigger mass appeal for yeah. Smash. Okay. There's a much larger market for Smash. Well, I think that is a solid argument, and, and that's going to do it. Let's end it there. That's been Summoner's Call for this week. You can visit us on the web, gamersinpodcast.com slash Faye. Email the show, Faye at gamersinpodcast.com. Definitely check out our Fire Emblem channel in the Gamers in Discord at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Be sure to have a great week and happy summoning.